The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're looking ahead to next week's two-star pitchers as we normally do here on the Friday edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Great to be talking with you, Todd. We're going to be doing our normal two-star pitcher thing, grading them on a zero to five scale. Zero meaning hands off, five meaning deploy him everywhere. So that'll be fun to do uh, that as we normally do. We'll talk about some pickups. Uh, but we got a superstar player back yesterday, Ronald Acuna. That was, was good to see him back and two steals right away in his first game back time. One of them was in the back end of a, back end of a double steal, Worth which is out. fine. I mean, they count, yeah. right? And he, But, you know, let's just let's temper just a little bit. But, yeah, um, absolutely good to see. The crowd went nuts. I mean, you know, it's absolutely great to see, especially was it yesterday, the day before, we heard the news about, well, let's not call Mondesi a superstar, but we did hear the news that uh, Albert Alberto Mondesi is out for the year. So, um, you know, it's, you know, in one, in with one out with another that we kind of expected, but even so. Yeah. I feel terrible for Mondesi. I did mention on the radio show, like that, that sympathy does not extend to his fantasy managers because they told us their expectation, but I do feel sorry for the kid. He got all the talent in the world, but, uh, having some issues staying on the field. So. We'll see what Mondesi, uh, how his recovery goes. This was a, I mean, I don't know, it's a fluke, but I mean, getting back to the base, little stumbling and tearing the ACL. So I don't, I mean, I don't have sympathy or you know, whatever for, you know, fantasy managers. Everybody makes their own decisions, but this is not what we, you know, if we're always going to get hurt, maybe we just expected anything. And maybe this is what we expected, but you know, on the bingo card of what, how, what's going to keep Mondesi out. I don't think like, tripping back getting in the second was on it no i think that's fair but you know he wasn't doing much for that kansas city offense and yeah i uh was looking at the run scored and they've they're actually dead last and yeah they've played a couple fewer games than the reds but hard for me to to wrap my head around them having fewer run scored than the reds so <laughs> they're gonna have to figure something out maybe pasquantino maybe melendez in time we'll have to see but uh well, offense at Kansas City is a struggle right now. They have a, you know, they've got some options with Whit Merrifield being able to swing back and forth. 
uh, Kyle Isbell, uh, Edward Alvarez, a couple of names. You mentioned Pascatini. They have some options. And it's not like any of these guys are the savior. You know, and if they were to get hot, it would be coincidental, not because of one of these other guys. But, yeah, you need a spark. They've got some moves. Let's figure it out. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, they're dead last in scoring. And uh, Bobby Witt's struggling to to start his big league career. So uh, strange situation there in in KC. Yeah, found it a little interesting that management said we're going to keep him at third and, you know, let him develop at third base as opposed to, you know, you know, another, maybe, maybe it isn't strange. Maybe it's the right move. On the other hand, maybe putting him back to shortstop, you know, where he's comfortable and I don't know, there's a bravado about playing shortstop. Maybe that would help him. Right. I don't yeah, know. Then you could slot Melendez in at third when he's ready. Right. Well, oh, you know, you got, so you got Lopez at second, you could use Hunter Dozier at third and open up the DH for Melendez. Yeah. And maybe part-time DH, part-time third base for Melendez. That could yeah. work. So yeah, so the point being, they're taking the tact of tack of leaving uh Witt at third base, let him get acclimated. I don't know. I think that maybe I think you maybe maybe you want to feed into the youth and enthusiasm and what may, may seem to make sense about you know letting letting him get his footing at one spot and moving back and forth. Moving him back to short may actually give him a little confidence, right? I mean Good. You know, if, if uh, you know, if you're if you're the lead announcer and you're brought down to the the, the second podcast, you know, the number two guy, you know, y- your performance is going to. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and then when you go back to lead again, you know, you're going to get Clay's confidence, make him the lead again. I'm being silly. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think there's something to it anyway. Well, yeah, I saw, you know, Kyle, this spell got the start in the outfield yesterday. Today, it's Edward Oliveris. So uh, we've all kind of I think most of us were on that Oliveris train at some point last year and off and on and, and that off shuttle and on yeah. and off i'm oh, sorry what that shuttle he yeah. was on we <laughs> hopped on as well and so you know most people have been burned but there are still you know those numbers at triple a were pretty exciting so i you know with the part-time it kind of dings both uh isbel and Oliveris, but maybe one of them eventually emerges not a lot last night in the rotowire stake league kind of a thin fab week at least right now we'll see if anybody emerges over the weekend but uh Austin Gomber was the highest priced pitcher. Yeah, he's got to go into cores, but Gomber, you know, neutral, context neutral is not a bad pitcher. And he, Just, and, he uh, and he defeated cores last year, but we keep saying it's not doesn't mean it'll happen this year. So undefeated. That's kind of you know that's if it's, to me it's a trap. You know, saying that Gomber's good and he can pitch well in cores, it's a trap. Now, just a theory, okay? Maybe an educated theory, but it's just a theory. Um, Coors Field might not be as bad as normal this year for home, you know, because if the if there's some increased air resistance in the ball, and I know the fences are further back, and well, not that's not I mean, I meant I know that the air is thinner and there's just less natural air resistance. The ball has to be in the air longer with the fences further back. So I wonder if the whatever it is that is making the ball not fly as far. Uh, is actually a, exerting a higher force than the lack of air resistance in Coors Field. In other words, uh, because the ball has to go that much further, maybe it's even harder to get a home run in Coors Field this year. Again, just a theory. Until we know what's actually going on with the ball, we won't be able to prove or disprove it. But on paper, there may be something to that. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I was watching the Reds broadcast the other day, and they were, I think it was Jim Day, their like, you know, kind of sideline reporter, if you will, kind of was saying that the the players themselves notice a, a difference with the ball already, as you'd probably expect. But just taking BP, hard hit balls in games, it doesn't have the same sound off the bat. So it's I'm laughing because I'm sure you've heard the same interviews. Pitchers are not noticing anything. But hitters are noticing a dead ball. Yeah. Funny how that yeah, works, huh? Yeah. I haven't noticed, you know. The, but um, there's well, who was the pitcher? It was was it uh Chris Bassett? Bassett was mentioned, and he felt the balls were different. They are, and not only that, there's 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 inconsistency, even more so than normal. The feel of the ball, and wh- who was it that was saying that it, they had to throw six or eight balls out of the game a couple of days ago or yesterday because oh. it was that the balls were dented? What? That's that. I, I I should have tracked that down. I thought it was on Twitter, but um, I don't think it was on the radio. I don't. But but yeah, they're saying there was like a dent in the ball. That's not right, and that's like a batting practice. You know, we used to play softball. You only get one ball a game. By the you know fifth inning, the ball's mush and dented and whatever. <laughs> that's you know that this isn't this is Major League Baseball. You know, if someone looks at a ball in a stern way, they throw it out of the game. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It does feel like a mush ball though, and feels like they're playing baseball with a potato out there so we'll see if maybe there's something in time maybe as the weather warms up i'm just hoping we get more offense i don't i yeah but i don't it's the 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 loss and fly ball distance will not be completely compensated by the weather that's what's scary right now um besides it's been warm in colorado you know it's kind of weird how April, the temperatures in Colorado are among the warmest in the country. And we think that normally it would be Coors Field going goofy, but it's just not. I'm doing some, I'm crunching some numbers and I'm going to have some average fly ball distances with the with the exit velocity and doing it by ballpark to compare. I mean, I, it's a little, I know there's a lot of, sorry about this siren. Hopefully oh, this is an occurrence. Uh, they're not coming to, maybe they are coming to get me. I don't know. Um, if, I'll have to figure something out if, uh, if it isn't apparently, I live right across the street from a fire station. Before it was a hospital, now it's a fire station. You'll notice new uh, shades in my background. I should lift them up, and then I couldn't see my monitor. But uh, maybe it's better if I don't see the grades. We just give them out off the cuff. But anyway, kind of. Can you tell I'm a little bit fired up from work, 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 and rambling and going up and down stairs? My legs are like cement. Um, yeah, interesting. Good stuff. Um, I'm glad you could make time. You know, I know you're busy ah, with the move. My job. But, uh, it's my job. I got to do this. Yeah. But anyway, no. So um, anyway, so yeah, there's a lot of reports about the humidor, and I love that people are thinking about it. But it's it's too early. You can't you can't compare right yet. There's just not enough data right now to to make any any decisions. And when you throw all the parks together, well, now I have a big enough a sample. You know what we don't know? We don't know how the balls were stored last year. We don't know what park stored them in air conditioning, what park stored them in a in a hot room in the corner. So it's a difference in storage. It's not just the weather itself. So there's a lot of decisions, a lot of, I mean, and I actually wrote about this kind of sheepishly on Rotowire this week, a lot of stuff being reported as fact. It just isn't. And I understand wanting it to be fact, but because we want it to, it doesn't make it so. So, all right, rant over. No, I think that's a good point. I just, I want to see offense no matter what. Like, I just want to see it tick up because last night I was looking at the scores from around Major League Baseball, 3-2 Brewers win, 3-2 Marlins win. 2-1 2-1 Rays win, 3-2 Astros, 5-2 Royals, 1-0 Blue Jays, 4-1. I mean, it's just don't you want to the unders are 
coming. He just through. wanted to be fair, right? Yeah. If a guy hits a ball good, it should be a homer, right? Yeah. We 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 just want to watch the game and not have to comment, right? You know, happy fun ball or mush ball. You know, is it sad? If it's happy fun ball, is it sad mush ball? We got the, <laughs> we got to coin that. We got to talk to Erickson. We got to talk to Jeff. Make it the sad mush ball. Yeah. Do not taunt sad mush ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but uh, just want it fair, right? You yeah, know? I just want it. I just want my old game back. I just, I just don't like this game as much with with offense yeah, so yeah, tamped down. Yeah, yeah, no. But uh, some other some pickups from last night in the Rotowire Stake right. League. It's a fourteen team mixed league. Just uh, you know to keep you updated. Sheldon Noisy was picked up for six. I picked up Andres Munoz for six. I was kind of happy with that, just given the skills. I know it's part of like a it's a five headed monster basically there in but Seattle. But if Munoz one of the heads, awesome. if one of the heads were to emerge, yeah. Wouldn't it be Munoz? I think so. Because the others the guys all... got like a fifty percent K rate right now. Right, and the others have already kind of been in this committee. And if one of them was going to emerge out of the committee, it would have already happened, right? So maybe it's just because we don't know, you know, if Munoz will. The opportunity's there. Hansel Robles picked up uh, uh, for six. Kyle, I know you're, you're a hater on a. Uh, you know, hate's a strong word. Well, not a. Yeah, He's not actually hate. pitched a lot better than in my head. Uh-huh. Uh, and Alex Cora happens to like him. And between Matt Barnes, Jake Diekman, and Hansel Robles, this is visual, I'm sorry, where I keep my blood pressure medicine, I'm going to need another one of these. By the way, B shots it in the chat. I'm seeing Clay in a whole new light today. I don't know quite what he's referring it's to. It's because maybe. I'm dark. Oh, it's I, see. I think it's relative to me. It's because uh, I'm in my new place. And like I was telling you offline, uh, if I open the shades, the natural light, well, I can't see my screen, my oh, monitor. Yeah, that's right. So right now I've got the shades down. I well, maybe I mean, he's referring to like maybe he hasn't tuned in since I shaved my beard off. Oh, that could be it too. But I it. think in you know, the way, you know, you know, if a, you know, in order to make yourself look skinnier, you stand next to me. So now, in order to make yourself, you know, lighter. But I, you're right. You might be right. It might be a little bit of both. Yeah, I can't really make myself look skinnier, unfortunately. Well, but, um, we could. We could. <laughs> Jose Quintana picked up. He had a pretty nice start against the Did Brewers. someone lose a bet? Uh, I think it's just desperation. Michael Lorenzen was still out there. I kind of like that pickup. Wow, up. yeah. I like uh, that. Madison Bumgarner. Somebody stashed uh, Nolan Gorman. Anthony Bender was picked up. I actually thought about him, but I had him behind Munoz. Yep. Just because it looks like they're going to have maybe Floro back pretty soon. Cole Solcer yeah. got a save yeah. yesterday. I mean, it's, it's off topic. But aren't you going to tune in for Wainwright and Bumgarner tonight just because? Make Maybe, you feel a little younger. Never, <laughs> Make you feel like a little younger. I'm not fond of either of those guys. You got Pujol. Well, that's ah, that's right. I forgot the division. Ah, my bad. Yeah. But um, you got Pujols and Molina both playing. And uh, so I'm just old. I just it, it makes me feel younger when those guys are in there. I'm glad they're having that, that last dance together in St. Yeah, Louis. But I yeah, yeah never – been the biggest Forgot uh, about it. yeah i know yeah, at least i cardinals you, you can at least put brandon phillips in their face <laughs> yeah love that dude um i've also picked up rafael montero so i got andres munoz and montero uh, i know ryan stanick got the save what was that wednesday but then montero yeah. got the save last night so shaky but he hard got to it. figure out but it yeah, doesn't well, seem it, like it, no it's easy to figure out there is nothing to figure out you think it's you know? it's neither until Neither's worth yeah, picking it's up. easy to figure out. And same with Tampa. We just it, it, that's this is what it is. It's a bunch. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right, and we don't really know. Presley could be back uh, at some point. Threw off flat ground today. 
Yep. Wearing a protective sleeve on his right knee. So yeah, we'll see when he's back, but maybe a short window for Montero, Neris, and the Stanek to pick up saves. Paul Seawald picked up. James added Joey Wendell for two, dropping Luke Voigt. Wow. Jake Berger. Yeah, you like Wendell? Well, I I mean, I know it's 14 teams, but he's good. And third base shortstop eligibility, I just think that he's kind of a useful. If you had him in there since day one, you probably were looking for replacement. But I don't think, I assume he was dropped. I had to figure figure he was drafted. I just think he's a a nice bench and or back end play at either corner or middle. I think he's going to produce for Miami. A little surprised that he was available. That's all. Jake Berger for two. Looks like with Eloy out, you know, maybe Gavin Sheets and Berger see an increase in time. Ryan Stanek was picked up. Santiago Espinal, who's been faring pretty busy. well. It was a busy night for you guys. I like that. Yeah, not a lot of like big names, but everybody's pretty active, well, you know, wanting to no, avoid buying a, a couple well, I think there, I think there's some big names in the league. You're in the league. <laughs> Oh, oh, you mean the players? I mean the yeah. players, but yeah, uh, and that's debatable either way. But uh, Chad Cool, Chad Cool's actually been great, but yeah, uh, still skeptical there. So who's going to pick him up and get the bad stuff to account of the good stuff? Right? Isn't that what normally yeah. happens? Yeah, you go chasing after the good starts, and you get stuck yeah. with some yeah, yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Franco, Yandy Diaz, Alberto Mondesi, the drop there on on Diaz. Anything else on your mind, Todd? Before we get into uh, two start starters for next week. Uh, not a whole lot. Like I said, you know, moving and apologize for any noises that we hear. And, uh, let's get to it. I now I'm running a little blind. I did what I, what I, I ran them, the numbers. I didn't, I didn't put the innings in. So I get five for everybody. So I'm going to a little bit off the cuff up or down, but like I said, I kind of like the way this new system, uh, worked last week, as far as, uh, where pitchers got placed, as we'll find out. Um, it's kind of a, a middle week where, there's not it's not terrible and it's not the aces either because so this 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 is kind of an important week to know when to throw in the double starter wow some big news coming down just Uh-oh. in the past few minutes uh according to jeff passing of espn.com trevor bauer has received a two-year suspension from major league baseball so uh you can go ahead and drop him. I, I see a tweet from Bauer, and he says, quote, on Twitter, in the strongest possible terms, I deny committing any violation of the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy. I am appealing this action and expect to prevail as we have throughout this process. My representative, representatives and I respect the confidentiality of the proceedings. So that's uh, pretty big news on Bauer there. Two he years. Hasn't, he hasn't sued me yet. I think I'm, I think there's like five of us left. That he so hasn't maybe we sued. should just move on before, <laughs> before he uh, sues us. But yeah, that's. I uh, just wanted to pass that along because uh, Twitter's kind of blown up. Yeah, and no, it also doesn't appear to be retroactive. So yeah, I mean, it, you know, when you have a two year suspension, what does it get reduced to a year and a half? I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? That's kind of weird. I mean, it's kind of an odd. But man, you think at MLB especially because they've had all this time would make this like a bulletproof. And maybe that's a bad, bad expression, Uh, a no brainer, a Teflon uh, suspension that, that he can't fight, you know, (laughs) that, 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 you know, with all this time really gone over it. Oh, we know he's going to appeal. We better make sure that we're covered, you know, Uh, anyway. All right. Let's get happier things Two start pitchers. Yeah. Let's get into the week of May 2nd already. So we're into May. Imagine that. Yeah. 
Uh, don't panic too much if you're down in the dumps. We'll continue trying to help you. And as long as you just put your head down and grind, you will surge up eventually, even if it's not to the number one spot. You just got to keep putting your best lineup out there every week. That's really all you can do at this point. Zach Gallon's been fantastic. He's at Miami to start next week. Then he's versus Colorado, so he gets the Rockies at home in Chase Field. So, you know, I was a little reluctant to say five, but I think Gallon's a five. I, I think I have to go that. that no, he's number there. 15 on my list. I think I'm going to go five. I'm with you. Any concerns about Charlie Morton so far? He's at the Mets, then versus Milwaukee. I think if you drafted him, you know, you just have to start him. But I think I'm going to give him a four just to kind of, I don't know, I guess just kind of reflect my uh, trepidation a little bit. I have, I'm going to try to do it. And I have, I have super fast internet now uh, in the move. It's like, it's like nice. thousand, like one gig. So I should be able to, if this, if this stream is getting to you faster, it's because of my internet. Um, last year this time remember he was terrible but it was all bad luck and he sure turned it around i don't know if you know babip or whatever this year i'm gonna give him a five because he's charlie morton and he hasn't proven otherwise yet all right now having said that his it is faster huh his xfip is five three two his fip is five seven three so he's not bad. He's not being. He's not pitching poorly. Uh, not unlucky. He's pitching poorly, and the Sierra is at five even. So when the three of them all kind of, kind of line up, the, the, you know, there's something. There's something going on there. Uh, walks five and a half. If you believe he's going to walk five and a half a game, and uh, then I guess you. I guess you. It's either a five or a zero. You believe or you don't. You know, realistically, practically. Um, I don't I want to. Ref- and I, I, I don't want to rub salt to... in the wound. You're stepping on my pun. I'm sorry, in a weird mood. Sorry. I don't want to rub salt in the wound. Anyway, um, da-dum, dum Oh, I just, you know, I do have a little bit of concern <laughs> at this point just because the walks are up, the Ks are down, and the homers are up. So it's just, you know, at his age, you just always kind of have a little concern, I think. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I got a four because, you know, I'm probably starting him everywhere. But he's just you know, not. Right now, for me, he's not in that five bucket. Yeah, he's he's got four starts, and he only has eighteen innings. I don't know that I can't project him for five, but if I were to drop him to a four innings projection, then he would drop into a four. So I'm going to stick with five, but I'm, I understand where you're coming from. Well, before we move on, I forgot to do this a few minutes ago, so let's pause momentarily. We'll be back with more two start starters, but we'll take care of a little business and head to a quick word from our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Cleveland here with Todd Zola and grading out two-star starters for next week. Uh, not a two-star starter for Baltimore next week, but I'm excited to see what Kyle Bradish does tonight. And, uh, and if, assuming he fares okay, holds his, holds his own, he'll get uh, home against Minnesota next week. But it is Tyler Wells and Bruce Zimmerman for their two-star starters. Zimmerman's been really good. I just... I'm reluctant to buy in. Tyler Wells is a zero. I will at least give uh, Zimmerman like a God. I so I feel like this could be a trap. It is two pretty good matchups. I guess I'll go Bruce Zimmerman three. You mentioned that you mentioned a perfect word trap. Um, Zimmerman's performance has been fantastic, but you look at the underlying metrics and the velocities and the pitch mix. There isn't anything different. Maybe it's the ballpark. I don't know how many home and away games he has. So I'm kind of with you. I feel it's a trap. He's coming out as a as a zero for me. I have not added in the last week's stats yet, so maybe he'll he get raised up. And these are good matchups. And I ha- I maybe didn't adjust Orioles' uh, Kenman yards enough for how how it's being playing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a one because I still I haven't not seen enough to be convinced that. It's a it's a materially different pitcher. Yeah, I'm not convinced either. So I'm actually gonna bump mine down to a two. Or okay. oh, I'm sorry, uh, I got two, and then you got a one on Bruce. Yeah, so. that makes sense. That, that, that's good. Yeah, three seems a little off. So I'm, I'm glad you might, you know me what off of that. I think it might he might be a three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know that we. I don't. I just don't know that we've had enough evidence yet to be able to say it. I mean, 21 Ks and 19 and a third, six walks. That's, you know, it's all right. One homer, you know, he's going to give up more homers. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a little early to make a huge jump. Yeah, it's, you need to see more. And I'm with you there. So I'm glad you talked me off the three on that. And Tyler Wells is zero for you, I imagine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I liked Tyler Wells in the bullpen in a short roll. I just don't know that he's got the stuff to handle, uh, you know, three times through the lineup. I'm with you. I, uh, he, I definitely need to see a lot more of. Uh, he needs to prove more than Zimmerman does, but I still need Zimmerman to prove a little something more to me. I'd love to get your thoughts, Todd, on Michael Walker because I haven't got eyes on him. Have you been able to see any of his outings for Boston? Because he's got a one seven seven ERA so far. Yeah, uh, Mr. Ch- Mr. Changeup. He's uh, and he and he started to develop it towards the end of last year, and he's carried it over Waka. And I mean. It's still, I mean, the strikeouts, you know, it's not really even a batter in inning. It's still kind of a, a touchy-feely kind of Miles Michaelis approach, where right, where when he's on, he's on. But any particular outing, if he's just a little off, he can get crushed. 
So I'm more optimistic or, you know, think, think more highly of him than I did coming into the year. But I mean, let's not, let's not go overboard. Right. Um, mm. Last time out against Toronto, six innings, five Ks, two walks. I mean, it's nice, you know, one earned run. That's also nice, but I don't think we're seeing, you know, I so much rain. I rather hear a fastball exploding than uh, he's getting by in a changeup. Too much margin of error, or too little margin yeah. of error. So he's versus the Angels, and then versus White Sox. Good to hear that he's you know being able to pull the string and get some some yeah. ugly swings. But I, I'll probably give Waka. I think he's on par with Zimmerman. I guess I'll give him a two. I think he's a little more proven than Zimmerman. We did see this last year. He has had some success. So there's some pedigree. I'm going to give him a, a three. Okay. Might and a lot right. of that, too, is to do with the White Sox just not hitting. Yeah, White Sox are pretty ugly all of a sudden. Chicago Cubs have two off days, so no two-start starters for them. And then the Reds, oh, God, three and 16. Hey, As I made a terrible joke on Twitter, they're stone cold at three and 16. Well, I mean, they've won three games. I mean, look at it that way. You know, yeah. the, the the glass is three nineteenths full. It's I, ugly, I, got, I, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. <laughs> I know it's they're not even worth spending much time on. But uh, in any other rotation, Vladimir Gutierrez would be uh, like, on his way out. But I'd imagine it's Ravers San Martin who gets bumped whenever Luis Castillo. Oh man, I got San Martin this week. Did you? No, I didn't oh, get Martin. Gosh, but... I got San Martin. Oh, I think I'm it's Cowboys. It was in Cowboys, and he yeah, one. And now you know what? Now he's got one against Pittsburgh. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should leave him in one more time, and I'll get crushed again. Yeah. Anyway, he uh, <laughs> gave what nine earned runs. Oh, it was ugly. Anyway. I got I got San Martin on the opening weekend of the season, but it was not nine earned runs. It was like four or five. But yeah, uh, we'll see about yeah. when Luis Castillo's back. I guess I got a doubleheader next Saturday, so yeah, Reds will have to do something. They'll hopefully get Nick Lodolo back. We'll have to wait and see, but Vladimir Gutierrez is a hard zero for me. He's oh, actually been horrible since. Uh, <laughs> it's an easy zero for me. Gutierrez, Vladimir Gutierrez. Hard, hard zero for you. Easy zero for me. Okay, yeah, that's not uh, how I meant hard, but yeah. Uh, Zach Plesac versus San Diego versus Toronto. Three eight zero ERA. I. Uh, I guess I have please like in the Zimmerman Waka bucket, but I don't feel great about it. I'm gonna give him a two. All right, a couple of home games. Toronto's a crusher. Um, I'm with you with the two. Yeah. And then uh, Herman Marquez goes on the road early next week. Then he's at home again. It feels like every start he's had so far has been at home. Tough to deploy, but I think he's a step up from the Zimmerman's Waka's police acts for me. So I'm going to give Herman Marquez a three. He hasn't uh, been good at all though so far. I'm, I, to me, he's a barely a one. I'm going to I'm going to go oh. with one, and it's just such a shame that he's such a good pitcher getting wasted. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you're probably the more level-headed take there, but I I know I have Marquez in the main event, so I might just have to. There you go. I'd have to deploy him. I, my hope was that I would, you know, oh, I'm going to pick my spots right. I'm going to extract so much value from Marquez as well. <laughs> Easier said than done and uh, just a headache to bring onto your team. Dylan Cease versus the Angels at Boston. He's a five for me. I, I'm really excited about Dylan Cease. Um, he isn't 
I need to check. I don't. I, I don't think he's going. I mean, I, it's not like you see Cease out there and you're expecting six innings just yet. I think that's coming. That's to me sort of the final step to getting to the next level. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. In, having said that, he pitched six innings last time, but it was against the Royals. I'm gonna go four. But if it's it's like it's like four point four nine 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 nine. We're so close to rounding up to five. I hear you. Good to have a little, you know, differing opinion here on the show. So I got you marked down as a four on C, so I'm yeah. five. And then Michael Pineda uh, had a great 2022 debut, and then he kind of flopped and that was at Minnesota. And really the big thing for me is, you know, four Ks in 10 innings. That's just – yep. It's just not enough. So he's versus Pitt at Houston. You like that first one, but I think Pineda is probably a one. Maybe um, a two. Maybe a two. I'm gonna give him a two. Houston's starting to turn it on a bit. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree with you too. Nice. And Jake Oder, is he any reason to give him a shot here versus Seattle versus Detroit? I think this could be a bounce back week for Oder, is he, or are you hands off? I am hands off. But can it be a uh, – you know what? I think you have to – I don't – I, I, I want to say – I think the numbers are going to say two, but I want to say one. I'm going to say one. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, and then that Granky for Kansas City. At St. Louis, at Baltimore. I mean, I thought Michael Pineda's strikeouts are low, but uh, <laughs> Granky's got six in 22 innings. Six strikeouts and four starts. That's that's hard to do. And this version of Granky's, I mean, he's having success regardless. But with that low of a K rate, he's borderline unplayable in the mixed league. You, I mean, it to a to a sane thinking a sane thinking individual. Excuse me, probably. I'm still just going to go two, and it's that's probably too too many. But I am going to go two. I'm going to go one on Grinky, but uh, I got you down as a two. All right, yeah. real quick. We'll take care of a little bit of business here. A good piece of business, as old JR would say. Uh, bet against others with no fees involved. That's right. No pesky hidden fees to ruin your day. Better Edge is a social betting marketplace where there's no fee on each transaction. Better Edge is a social betting marketplace, and chances are it's legal in your state. We bring betting back to its social roots where you can like, comment, and challenge other users all within the app. Play without getting played at Better Edge. Go to betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com to sign up today. Also, baseball is back. That's right. An entire glorious season, all 162 games. With live events resuming, you can actually be there to catch all the action in person with vivid seats. Every backdoor slider, every round tripper, and every double header can be experienced live. And with Vivid Seats Rewards, you can start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Just buy, collect stamps, and redeem. It's that easy. From behind the dugout to upper level, Vivid Seats has you covered for all the games that matter to you. And a little pro tip, buy tickets for your whole group, split the bill, and make progress towards your free ticket even faster. Just visit vividseats.com. Or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. All right, Todd, back to the two-start starters for next week, the week of May 2nd, 2022. Patrick Sandoval still has a perfect DRA. Still spotless, and he fanned nine his last time out. So 15 scoreless innings with a 
twenty to six K to walk so far. Is that good? Um, yeah, I, I, that's good. Here, yeah. I think it's yeah, all right. That's good. That's good. So I want to give. I mean, Sandoval is a big helium guy coming in, and those who paid a sticker price and you know that increase cost late in draft season, looking pretty darn smart. So I think, man, I guess given this start and. He's got Washington for the second one. We just talked about how Chicago, the White Sox aren't scariest right now. I think he's a five. I'm going to go four. I'm I'm playing him everywhere, but he hasn't quite earned the five yet. I'm going to go four. I hear you. Well, uh, two two off days for the Dodgers next week, so no two-start starters for them. And Meanwhile, Miami has a full seven-game week, so Pablo Lopez, Trevor Rodgers, and Pablo's been unbelievable. He's like a – he's really an ace until the shoulder starts barking again. And uh, Trevor Rogers had a big bounce back. So I think I'm going to go – you want to go five on Lopez and four on Rogers. Has anybody uh, – I'm sure someone has – posted Lopez's numbers since the beginning of last year, knowing that he missed half the season? It's going to be – they have to be pinball numbers. Yeah, let me actually – because you know on our site – I know you know this, but you can yeah, like the, click individual – Yeah. It's you click the two years, years. yeah. It's, so it's, it's going to be a video game. Now. I mean, two point. Yeah, I mean, maybe even under two. And it, it, at this point, it'd be what? I don't know. Four, four out of six months. So it's a pretty long time. But anyway, I'm going five with Lopez. I'm going to go four with Rogers. Although right now he's showing. You know what? I'm going to go five. He, five on Rogers. Yeah, he's showing as a five. I think he's proven a little bit more than. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go five with Rogers. Nice. So yeah, looking at Patrick Sandoval. So yeah, I meant to say more. Oh, I'm than sorry, Sandoval. Pablo yeah. Lopez. Over right, the Sandoval past... was the guy that I was stuttering on as far as trying to remember the name. So I think he, I think Rogers has had a little more success over his career than Sandoval. So he warrants the five. Yeah, and Pablo Lopez. I was just looking at yeah, the last two years he's made 24 total starts, a two five seven ERA, one oh five whip. That's not bad. Eight and five with 138 Ks and 126 innings. So yeah, it really is just about health. Yeah, performance is uh really you can't really question performance with Pablo Lopez anymore. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Milwaukee Brewers. Brandon Woodruff versus Cincinnati. He's already a five, and then at Atlanta. So yeah, that <laughs> is. <be> <laughs> You want to go six just because yeah, Cincinnati? I think he's another one who broke the scale. The spinal tap. We're going to spinal tap grade him. It's like Kenny Omega. He breaks the scale. There we go. All right. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's a five. And then Joe Ryan, man. Wow. I uh, kind of wish I'd bought the hype a little bit because I was, you know, I wasn't really on him at that price. But the 117 ERA, he's at Baltimore versus Oakland. Doesn't get a whole lot better than that. So I think I got to give Joe Ryan the, the love he deserves and give him a five. You know, to stay consistent, I, I need to give him a four because he hasn't proven it. Yeah. But I'm kind of with you in the five. Uh, yeah, everybody knows I was on Bailey Ober in the offseason, on the drafting season. And you in a draft, you really couldn't get them both, Ryan and Ober, unless you took him at a turn. Uh, and then, you know, I'm not that dumb to take them both. But <laughs> so I have more Ober than I do Ryan, but I did get Ryan in a couple spots just because I, I kind of held them in equal. They were very, very similar in that, you know, minor league numbers weren't great. Or, I mean, the pedigree wasn't great, but the numbers were fantastic. Now, Ober was hurt. I don't, I'm not exactly sure if he when he's back, but uh, Ryan, the deception, you always, whenever deception's part of the, 
equation. You always wonder how long you can get away with it, uh, especially when it's not when he's not throwing hard. Um, so that that's is the concern, but short term, run with it, go with it. Yeah, you got to be over the moon if you invested there. I uh, I took him in one of my early drafting holds, and I kind of shied away. So mm. kind of kicking myself not having more Joe Ryan. Uh, Chris Bassett and uh, Carlos Carrasco, the regression monster, bit Carrasco pretty hard. Um, but he's still pitching eight runs, well. seven earned, but number is still pretty decent. Overall. No, I mean, just I look at this, the skills are still what I like. I mean, I yeah. still like the skills. So I'm going to give Bassett versus Atlanta versus, or I'm sorry, versus Atlanta at Philly. I'm going to give Bassett a four. And I'm going to give Carrasco a three just because. After that lightest outing, I do kind of – I don't think he deserves the five. Um, well, there is a number between five and three, so I'm going <laughs> with four. Um, I'm going to go five with Bassett. And I'll admit, this comes from being higher on Bassett than the field the past couple of years. And that's not maybe because he's such a great pitcher as it is for fantasy relative, et cetera. So I've, I get a kind of a soft spot for him. But, um, you know, and, you know, both of them – I, I I still don't think the Mets' offense is as good as it's playing, but you know they're backed by the team with the best record in the NL. You can't you, you can't argue with it. It's the it's the numbers, so that helps them both as well. So you said uh, Bassett five, five and, and, uh, yeah, five and four. four. All right, yeah, I, maybe it's four is a good middle ground. I just no, it's under. I mean, you're probably you're probably all right. So if I'm doing the stunt, the dumb joke again, it's four point five oh 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 one. I mean, or three point five oh 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 one. You know, it barely it barely nipped up to the four range. I just worry a little bit about Carrasco against Atlanta, and then at Philly, those are kind of tough matches. Who does Atlanta have? Just you know, Ronald Acuna and Alves and Olson. Isn't baseball so where the two previous starts? Uh, he had 15 strikeouts and two walks in 12 and a th- two-thirds innings. Then, you know, St. Louis, who can hit, but they're not that great, lights Carrasco up last time without a home run. Seven that's just, earned, that's, just, yeah. that's just baseball, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery's been off to a nice start. He's at Toronto versus Texas. So he's got a 270 ERA. I think he's, you know, I think he's like a notch below Chris Bassett. So I'm going to go uh, three, but would you, would you maybe consider a four on – Montgomery. I I mean he's he's in the five range, wow. but I have a hard time. You know, it's kind of like I, I can't give anybody a five if they're at Colorado. I don't know if I can give anybody anybody a five that's at Toronto. Yeah. Um, but he comes out in the five range, and that's without adjusting innings. You know what? Heck with it. It's not Colorado. It's Toronto. I'm going to go five. Okay. Well, that's one where we're, we're differentiating a fair amount, but. Uh... Yeah, I just I think of these like relative, and I just I have them a little bit below Bassett in my head. But maybe I have a, I, I, as much as I like Bassett, uh, Montgomery uh, to me, and, that, and this has to do with what we talk about every week. Yankee Stadium is not a huge hitters park; it's a huge home run park, and now it's not. It's, I it's now it's yeah. not either. With the potato ball, yeah, it's not really either. The, the sad mush ball. Yeah, do not taunt sad mush ball. Uh, A's. Uh, Looks like, well, maybe they give Caprillion back. We're projecting James Caprillion back right. next week. So no two-start starters tentatively for them. I want to stress again that this is all tentative. And, you know, we're making our best guesses here at Rotowire. But check out the grid closer to your your fab run, rotowire.com slash 
uh, try for a free 10 day trial and you get the latest projected uh, starters grid for next week. Ranger Suarez had a bit of a tough start, but he seems to be maybe coming around a little bit. Uh, turned into quality starters last time out. So, you know, he actually hasn't given up more than three earned runs in a start this year. He hasn't been that like, wow, the breakout guy that some people thought maybe he could be. But uh, I guess that's still lingering as a possibility versus Texas versus the Mets. I actually, I like him as a three, Ranger Suarez. I like him as a three. And gee, we, do we need a breakout? Don't, what? I mean, there's nothing wrong with just being good, right? Yeah, that's true. Coming from where he's coming from. I mean, if he's a solid three you know, major league starter. That's that I'll take that. And I think that's what we might get. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right that you don't need like a superstar turn from, from these guys, but there is yeah. a lot of found money. It seems like right now on the pitching side and Suarez just hasn't really differentiated himself, but uh, maybe it's, with yeah, right. no, he held his own. Right. If people expected the breakout, I think it was false expectations. Yeah. If people just expected him to be good, I think they're, they're happy. I think that's well put. Uh, for the Pirates, Bryce Wilson. I got to give him a zero, uh, even though he does get the Reds in the second one. Uh, he's um, a zero. The Pirates are beginning to be one of those clubs that are changing up, like on the fly, as far as who's opening, who's cl- who's um, yeah, primary pitcher. You know, Wilson went from being the starter to the the primary pitcher. So, I mean, just in general, I mean, it's not. I'm not changing a ranking, but they're now going to be one of those clubs we groan about and. And the, the, the interns that do the, the chart, you know, complain about. Uh, I'm giving them a, a zero as well. But that's what I've noticed with Pittsburgh so far is on a whim, they will uh, alter kind of what Tampa did at the beginning. Yeah, so consider the Pirates especially extremely tentative. Uh, the Padres will get Mike Clevenger back, it looks like. He completed his third rehab start on Wednesday. So it's well, right, if I recall. Yeah. Uh, reach the 80 pitch mark so yeah it looks like uh, that's a logical projection to, to project him back so if he does start tuesday he would get at cleveland versus miami right away uh the fact that he's built up is encouraging he gets a little revenge game narrative to kick things off at cleveland again if, if that's the case where he slots back in uh i'm gonna give clevenger four but we've seen five performance from him before i can't go four I I, cause, I mean, I know he pitched 80 pitches, but the major leagues, the grinding and everything else, I'm going to go three, and I think it might be generous for his first couple starts. Yeah, I'm going to go three, too. You're right. I We haven't seen that ace Mike Clevenger in a while. So Yeah, to, I mean, yeah, I mean, 80 pitches at the minor league level, I know there's no translation, but, I mean, it, it could be 65, in the, you know, as far as stress pitches and more balls and following balls off, et cetera, et cetera. Marco Gonzalez, Chris Flexen for Seattle. They each line up for two. And at Houston versus Tampa Bay, I don't like it really for either of these guys, but uh, I could see maybe some desperation cases. I think they're probably both ones. Might yeah, be they're harsh. both. They're, well, uh, I've never been a big Flexen guy. But well, maybe. I think he's – I mean, it's weird. I mean, Gonzalez is what he is and that he's going to have great outings and then not so great outings. I'm going to give Gonzalez a two, and I'm going to about to make a mistake and say three for Flexen. Um, I'm going to give him a three. I'm going to stick with it. I'm not going to be waffly. Well, I am waffly, but um, waffles. I'm going to go with three for Flexen. He he teases this this strikeout upside and then doesn't sustain it. So I, you know, one of these days, I'm going to go three, and it's 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 
probably a mistake. For the San Francisco Giants, Jacob Junis. And when I was doing fab for the Stake League last night, I was like, you know, doing your last seven days, last 14 days, whatever, and Junis popping up high. So uh, I need to see more, but maybe this is the latest Giants, uh, you know, rabbit out of a hat magic trick here with Jacob Junis. At the Dodgers versus St. Louis. I'm going to give him a zero, but Jacob Junis has my attention. Who's probably the worst starting pitcher off the top of your head you can think of over the past couple of years? I'm asking you because I can't come up with a name because I'm a bozo. Um, whoever that might be, whoever you're out there thinking about the name, he goes to the Giants and he becomes a star. You know, I mean, it's, it's Keiko, just, Dallas Keiko. Dallas Keiko with the Giants would be, you know, back to Young. would be Madison Bumgarner. Um, I'm going to give Junis, oh man, the matchups though. I'm going to give him a one because okay. I could see bozo me starting him in at least one league um just because i'm still in the aggressive mode um it's just at dodgers a little bit scary i picked up steven matz in one of my leagues because he was cut and the underlying numbers are somewhat encouraging so he's versus kc at san francisco and uh meanwhile for in the dakota hudson it's at kc Kind of weird how that works. And then that's San Francisco. I know you're not a big Hudson guy, but he has been pitching pretty well. I'm going to give Matt's and Hudson, I think, uh, threes here. Matt's a three. Matt's a three. Hudson, I'm going to go two, but you're probably right. I'm probably, if one of the reasons that I'm giving Matt's a three is Bush Stadium and, and a good defense, then Hudson deserves that same line of reasoning. But I'm not giving it to him. Uh, no, I'm just being a little goofy. Um, no, I'm going to um, – being a lot goofy today. This is not going to be uh, – DJ's not going to put this in for podcast of the year, is he? <laughs> we're going to. I think we're safe on that. We're going to do another one? Okay, good. Um, I hope Eric's not listening to this. Eric called to me. He said, this is what I'm going to be working with now? Man, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to give Hudson a two. Okay, I got you down for a two. All right, so um... – Tampa Bay Rays, Drew Rasmussen, Ryan Yarbrough. Yarbrough's, does he hurt? Because, uh, yeah, he was in a rehab outing, so he's on the IL right now. Has not pitched in the majors so far this year. So he's like a zero until I see how uh, stretched out he is. But we saw that, like, what, 17-game win season from Ryan Yarbrough yeah, not yeah, too long ago. Yeah. So he's at least uh, you know, a guy we're going to have to keep tabs on. But he's a zero until I see how – uh, stretched out he is. I guess he threw 59 pitches yesterday in a rehab outing. So he needs to get stretched out a little more. So that's a zero. Drew Rasmussen still intrigues me. I don't think I can go higher than two, though, for Rasmussen. Wow. We have our first major differentiation. I got I got Rasmussen as a five. Wow. And so I had Oakland at Seattle. Matchups yeah, have a little something to do with it. But, I mean, he's just good. Yeah, I guess he he really ratcheted up the Ks his last time out. So He doesn't have a five-pitch arsenal. I mean, you know, it is kind of still a converted reliever arsenal, but he just is so good with it. And it may be a bit of a leap of faith that he went – he finally went six innings last time. So I'm thinking, all right, he's going to – you know, he's now good for six. I mean, you mentioned ratcheted up the Ks. I mean, the previous he had four and three innings. I mean, so he was – won an inning the first two starts weren't so good um yeah i'm gonna stick with it even though 
I mean, he's t- he's top five on the list so far. So I I can't not and I can't not go five. Yeah, his first three starts, he struck out nine over twelve innings, and then yeah. he had nine over six his last time out. So yeah. Hard for me to figure out. You made a good case. I'm going to bump him up to three, but I got you down as a five. Yeah, yeah, so. no, that's that's good. Yeah, two's a little too low. I, I didn't realize just how stellar he was this last time out. Two hits, one walk over. Six I may have been scores. too high on him coming in. I'm, we're still on the baseline. I mean, and I know he wasn't going to repeat last year. Hmm. You know, sub three RA, but I, I I do think he's pretty good. Not a two start starter next week, but any interest at all in Glenn Otto on on the Rangers? I. Um, he's a Alex Chamberlain guy. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. And I, it, whether it was Alex or someone else that, and I, I do know he was a few NFPC people were interest interested in him. Texas actually has a few pitchers where, when they first came up, they were terrible, and they didn't have a, a whole lot of prospect to plume, so you really weren't on them just by the name. And, but you, you kind of have to go back. Alex, AJ Alexi and Taylor Hearn, they're all kind of in that. They're not bad. They're not top prospects. So you can't just remember what they did their first time through in Texas and categorically dismiss them. But I do, to answer your question, finally, uh, yes, I have an interest. Am I going to plant my flag on auto? No, but I absolutely have an interest. Yeah, 10 to 3K to walk in his uh, brief sample at the big league level this year. And yeah, he had a tough test against Houston. And while he didn't go five, he didn't make it deep enough to qualify for the win. I thought he, you know, passed that test pretty yes. well. Like two yeah. earned runs. I had him in DFS that night, which I was a little bummed out, but it he didn't hurt me that much. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Definitely got to keep an eye on uh, for the Blue Jays. Ross Stripling, Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa is a rock solid five at this point. Loving having a lot, a lot of Alec Manoa on my teams. And uh, Stripling, you know, he was. Kind of a fantasy, you know, mixed league guy when he was with the Dodgers, but since moving to Toronto, he's really been up and down. So versus the Yankees at Cleveland, I can't really see any situation where I'm starting Ross Stripling. So maybe he's a one, but uh, iffy. This is going to sound so bad because I'm so gullible. Um, the only way I would, you know, if you would listen to his interview on MLB Radio earlier today, you'd be starting him. But then I'm with any any time I listen to a pitcher talk, I get intrigued and and I want that guy's good. So He's a smart can, guy. Yeah, well, just because you can talk about talk about your pitching and stuff that's, doesn't mean you can execute. Uh, what I found interesting was uh, the Dodgers when they first got him. He said he was a low ball pitcher, um, and then you know with the whole uh, launch angle revolution, they made him into a high you know into a you know successful high ball pitch. Uh, you know, keep the ball up on the zone. And now he, um, with Toronto, he's mixing the two together. So, you know, on paper, wow, that sounds great. You're going to be really, really good. Well, you still have to execute your pitches. And I did see him, you know, you talk about the the Reds. I mean, the Red Sox have won a couple more games, but my guys aren't exactly crushing it. So, um, you know, one nothing yesterday. She mentioned Manoa. I'm going to go with a one, but it's, it's, a, it's a head-to-head. The other guys got – you know, 10 starts and I have six kind of a one. Yeah. It's that one is a, a desperation one, but sometimes you're in that spot, even this early in the season, Eric Fetty, I don't see as a desperation one because he's got Colorado in Colorado to start. So uh, he's got a six ERA. I just, I can't see it. So I'm going to give Fetty a zero. 
I agree. I mean, we, we, we could have a conversation if there were two starts and one wasn't so bad. It wouldn't be very long. You'd go zero, I'd say maybe one, but this one's easy. This is zero, zero. All right. Well, that'll do it. So we'll recap these grades and I will post these grades under the show notes. So you can check them out there as well. Uh, so to recap our zero to five grades for two start starters for the week of April, I'm sorry, week of May 2nd, 2022, Zach Gallon five, Charlie Morton, I say four, Todd five, Tyler Wells, zero, Bruce Zimmerman, I say two, Todd one, Michael Waka, I say two, Todd three. Vladimir Gutierrez, zero. Zach Plesak, two. Herman Marquez, I say three. Todd, only one there. Uh, Dylan Cease, I say five. Todd, four. Michael Pineda, two. Jake Odorizzi, one. Zach Granke, I say one. Todd, two. Patrick Sandoval, I say five. Todd, four. Pablo Lopez, five. Trevor Rogers, I say four. Todd, five. Brandon Woodruff, five. Joe Ryan, I say five. Todd, four. Chris Bassett, I say four, Todd five. Carlos Carrasco, I say three, Todd four. Jordan Montgomery, I say three, Todd five. Ranger Suarez, three. Bryce Wilson, zero. Mike Clevenger, three. Marco Gonzalez, I say one, Todd two. Chris Flexen, I say one, Todd three. Jacob Junis, zero, Todd one. Stephen Matz, three. Dakota Hudson, I say three, Todd two. Ryan Yarborough, zero. Drew Rasmussen, I say three, Todd five. Alec Manoa, five. Ross Stripling, one. Eric Fetty, zero. Great stuff today, Todd. Again, appreciate you making time to fit this in, even with your move. Congrats on the successful move. And uh, look forward to talking with you again next week. Anything else you want to mention? Um, how would we grade this podcast zero to five? I think this you know one what I think a it solid is? three. Yeah, I know. I, I'm with you. You know what it is? I mean being so silly i've uh, you know i'm out of shape uh, i've been climbing up and down stairs for the past two days what's that is it testosterone what is it that you generate you know i mean we literally I'm, you know i'm tired but the adrenaline I, the, the, the yeah, some the level of something has gone up and because uh, i i drink i don't drink mountain Dew anymore i, I drink fresca now because my soda stream still at the other place i have to move it over i know i should drink water don't don't at me you know whatever i drink more water than i that would drink more goofy sort of than I should. But um, yeah, I think whatever it is that, you know, from, from doing the working, from climbing out, up and downstairs, that level is up and uh, maybe you like it, but uh, I just feel weird. Well, I hope <laughs> you can kind of, you know, kick your feet up and uh, relax, take it easy on yourself a little bit this week. I uh, get a weekend of moving because I mean, I, I had a professionals and they couldn't move the elliptical. So I have to try to figure out what to do with that. But um, you know, 200 bucks an hour, whatever it was, I mean, I'm not that old yet. I can still do something. So I tried to save a few hours of their work and do it myself. So uh, two floors of flight to get to the old place, three, uh, th- third floor here. So, you know, this uh, this body's doing a little uh, doing a little damage. Well, I hope the rest of the move goes well, man. And, you know, let us know if you need anything from us. We're here to help. So you want an elliptical? Can you take an elliptical? <laughs> I probably need one. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, yeah, no MLB network show to tomorrow, but then uh, Todd will be back there with their no, uh, and there's no, no fantasy tomorrow, right? With the draft. Oh yeah. So we're preempted uh, both on fantasy network and MLB network. Yeah, be back with Jeff on Sunday. Sounds good, man. Well, yeah. Catch you guys soon. Hope you'll join us next week 
on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast.